Hello, everybody, and welcome in for another episode of Vault Club Confidential, brought to you by Knoxville Smiles. I'm your host, Austin Price of VaultQuest.com. Coming up tonight on the show, Tennessee infielder Christian Moore. But before that, we get to the Volunteer Club's James Clawson. James, nice jacket. Talk yeah. to me about it. Yeah, thanks. So it's, uh, it's a new deal that we've got with Homefield, which is an apparel company that has some great vintage UT. Kind of looks like an old school starter jacket. Yeah, so, you know, so six times a year, they're going to do 20% off and 20% back to the Vol Club. And then every other day of the year, it's 10% off and 10% back to the Vol Club. And there'll be a unique code that's going to come out. But um, it's it's pretty cool collaboration that we're going to do with them. So tell everybody about the specific company. Homefield is a is a you know licensed licensed company. They they work with a lot of different schools, but they they do a lot in the like the retro or the old school. They got a lot of cool you know vintage logos of Tennessee. So um, it's a good look, and it's a you know really up and coming company that does some cool stuff and for those people that can't see james does have a hooded sweatshirt on so this is not a hooded jacket that's right i'm just making people understand that they don't understand that may not know um what else we got coming down the pike here obviously we got march you know which means the sec tournament in nashville yeah sec tournament nashville barstool is going to be our headquarters there we'll be there every single day that tennessee plays um so we'll announce all that stuff soon um and then we'll be at every single ncaa tournament stop hopefully it's three Fall Club Confidential is brought to, a, to to us by our great friends at Knoxville Smiles. That is Dr. Malone, Dr. Costa. They provide unbelievable dentistry, and here's a look at them. Knoxville Smiles, whose mission is providing concierge-style service, top-notch technology, and relationship-based care. If you are scared of going to the dentist, the folks at Knoxville Smiles will make you feel at ease. They provide pain-free cleanings and even sedation dentistry. Simo, how you doing? Good man, you. Good to see you. Again. You too. We're now into your junior year, Simo. I mean, yes, like <laughs> it feels like you just got here and, and had that really nice freshman year and had a fantastic sophomore year. Um, what's this ride been like for you, man? It's, it's been fun. Um, you know, being here in Knoxville, playing in front of these fans each and every day, um, definitely been a dream come true for me and. Um, you know, even even when I started college, you know, my freshman year, I, I didn't really understand, you know, uh, a lot about the game and a lot of the things that I've learned over the last couple of years have definitely helped me and put me in a good situation. And, you know, definitely, you know, I I love winning and I think coming to, to Tennessee was, was the right place because we love to win and one goal is to win. So you, you carry yourself with a Kurt, uh, kind of a. I won't say cockiness. I don't think that's the right word, but you have a confidence. Like, you know, whenever you're out there, the ball comes in your way, you're going to field it and get the guy out. Mm-hmm. You're at the plate. You're going to do something, whether right. it's hit a home run, double, whatever. Right. Um, where's that come from? Uh, I think growing up in New York, um, you know, having that swagger with you. Um, and it's something that, you know, Tony V and I have talked about, you know, even for my freshman year, just just never lose that swag. You know, do do what you do what you did that, that got you here and carry it on and, and become your own person on and off the field. So, um, I think that's something that, that I take pride in is, you know, walking up there with, with, with a lot of confidence and um, playing the game I do, the, the, the way I do. We talk about you being from New York. We had Zakai Ziegler out here. You and he do not sound anything alike, <laughs> even though you're from similar parts yeah, of the world. No, I mean, yeah, like, for sure. I said that to you in the complex one day, mm-hmm. and you said, I mean, I spent a lot of time in the South playing yeah, a lot of travel ball, I, I so did. I was around a lot of Southern yeah. people. Uh, yeah, <laughs> did no. we rub off on you that much? Yeah, no, definitely. Um, you know, I, I was fortunate enough to play with the East Cobb Astros in Georgia um, for a couple summers. Um, you know, I went to boarding school my whole life in Connecticut, and um, so I think growing up there a little bit definitely has shaped, you know, my 
I guess the way I talk. Um, but I, I would say if you knew me about four or five years ago, I probably sound just like Zakai for sure. So, um, <laughs> cool. but I guess I just, like I said, being in the South and, and being in different environments definitely helped me, uh, I guess, change the, the voice and the slang a little bit. You go back to your freshman year, you did a lot of DHing that year. Mm-hmm. You don't play a lot in the field. Um, how hard was that? And then, too, since then, you played second, and then this year a little bit of short. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, talk about that transition. Um, but, yeah, to talk about freshman year, it was definitely tough, you know, because growing up I always played shortstop. I was always, you know, on defense and hitting. So um, DHing, you know, something you have to learn. You know, it's you hit, you sit back on the bench, and you learn how to cheer on, your, you know, your defense. And then, you know, you might not hit again for three, four innings. Um, staying loose, um, just being being part of the game as, as best as you can. Um, and then going back to last year, playing second, a little bit of short this year. Like I said, I mean, I, I grew up playing shortstop. So for me, going back over there was just like second nature, you know, just kind of getting the rust off from playing a lot of second base. Um, but for me, I, to me, it doesn't really matter where I'm playing second or short. Um, the player I am and how vocal I am, it, I don't think it really matters um, because at least, you know, a lot this year and, and a lot last year, you know, I, I kind of control a lot of things that go on in the infield. Um, you know, I'm usually the, the loudest one out there. So um, for me, the position doesn't really matter too much, um, but I, I do miss shortstop a little bit. Do you think you're the leader of the team? I wouldn't say I'm I'm the leader. Um, you know, there's multiple leaders on our team and a lot of guys lead in different ways. Are you the leader of the infield? I would say me and Burke are definitely leaders of the infield. Um, we're definitely the, the most vocal ones, um, always talking and, and communicating. Um, so I, I think I think we are, yes, sir. Baseball, it seems like, you know, you, you see kids transfer portaling everywhere, right? No matter what sport. Um, but it feels like baseball, it, you know, it's more selective and and you know, kind of you, you you need a third baseman, let's go get this guy. Right. You need a left fielder, let's go get this guy. Right. Um, what's that been like? You know, as a guy who signed here has played here all three years to watch some guys come in here have success whether it be last year you know with griffin Merritt, or mm-hmm. even this year with a billy amick right i think it's huge for for our program to be able to you know have that um that popularity that people want to come and, and help us win here um you know definitely picking up griffin and even zane last year maui you know guys who were other programs the year before it definitely helped us and you know they were a big part of the reason why we went to omaha um, and, you know, picking up Billy, um, Cannon Peebles this year, you know, they, they, they work hard, man. And as you can see, you know, Billy's off to a hot start. You know, Cannon is off to a hot start, you know, behind the plate and stuff. So, you know, def- it, it definitely helps us, you know. And, uh, you know, like I said, it's cool to see now that we can go out and, and get guys because, you know, my first year when I was here, you know, the program was, you know, just the people that he, that Tony V and Coach A recruited. Um, you know, those are guys that, that were on the field. You know, no one really came from the portal besides, I think, one. It was Seth, Seth Stevenson. He came from JUCO. But yeah, um, I, I think it's pretty cool now. You know, and like I said, we're, we're getting really good talent and guys who want to win and, and guys who want to be in better situations. And, um, you know, I, I think, man, it, this year can be very, very scary from, for other opponents. So Todd Helton recently got voted into the, to the Hall of Fame as a Volf baseball <laughs> player, seeing only the second – player in sec history sec i mean think about it. it's an if you talk baseball conferences the sec is the premier baseball conference right. but because people either went pro you know and didn't get to college or you know their kind of careers haven't lapsed yet mm-hmm. like you've only had two frank thomas and now todd helton right. 
to see him get that kind of reward and have him be around the the program some living here in town what, what's that mean to, to the guys on the current team um you know i definitely it definitely helps us you know knowing that we have a hall of famer just walking around sometimes <laughs> um you know he's he, he's a really cool guy and he definitely has his input on you know certain things you know i remember we were hitting the other day when he was here when he uh i think we had a little ceremony for him or whatever and we were hitting on the field, and he grabbed a few guys aside and talked to them about their, you know, their approach and kind of, kind of what he would feel during BP and kind of compare and contrast. So I think it definitely helps, you know, having that that other voice around sometimes. And like I said, man, he's he, he's a great guy, and you know, for someone to be that high, you know, caliber of a person on and off the field, it definitely, you know, it speaks a lot of value to Tennessee and the guys that you know we get and um, the people that you know come through here. You know, we're we're one big family, you know, especially Tennessee baseball. We're one big family. You know, we all grind together, and, you know, we love seeing the new generation, you know, win and, and succeed. So He had the home run record. Now, you've had a couple of guys get past it mm-hmm. uh, who are, you know, had those COVID years, had a little right. extra time. Right. You have a chance to potentially get past them this year. When you think about doing that, what's that mean to you? I think that would be pretty cool, you know, a, a really cool accomplishment. Um, you know, I'm, I'm trying to hunt down Blake Burke first. Um, and hopefully I can I can get that that record. But um, you know I, I never really thought about it until this year when you know I would look on Twitter and see like Seymour was only like 13 or something away. And I mean I'm not saying I'm going up there to try to hit home runs, but um, you know it would definitely be cool and something to, you know put on you know like like a stat sheet one day or or you know when I'm done playing, be like hey man I hold the record at Tennessee. But I'm sure. I can break the record and someone's going to break it right after me just, you know, just because of the guys we get and, and how talented, you know, this team is. So, How crazy is it that at one point he had the home run record but also had, I believe it was 59 consecutive scoreless innings as a pitcher here. I know. Yeah, that, that's insane. You know, Because be, everybody knows him from first base for the right, Rockies, right? Right, I mean, right, right. No, I think, two. you know, people really don't understand how hard two-waying is. Um, two-way, you know, for people that don't understand, is a pitcher and a hitter, so. You know, I was one in high school, you know, but that's high school. Doing it at the SEC level and college level, playing against, you know, really good talent, I mean, that's that's insane, you know. And obviously he was a really good player, you know, Hall of Fame. But, I mean, that's something that I think every kid dreams of, you know, go up there, hit home runs, and strike everybody out. <laughs> kind of like a Shohei Otani type, you know. Yeah, I mean, yeah. which makes his even more impressive because right. he's doing it at the MLB level. Right. Um, what do you like most about this year's team? I, I say the camaraderie this year has definitely been good for us. You know, we we really do bond a lot on and off the field, and um, you know, just the, just the willingness to work and and compete. You know, each day. You know, I think we've you know we have a short sample size of five games, but you know, we opened up in Texas against really good you know Power Five schools, and um, you know they they weren't light opponents um, at, to to any means. Um, you know, so I think the just the fact that we went in there on the road in Texas, um, you know, there's so much build up to each game, you know, just, you know, you guys playing Texas Tech on Friday, like, you know, they're, you know, playing pretty much on their home turf because they, they play at the at Global Life a lot throughout the season. So I, I think it was good to definitely get a Friday night win. Um, you know, Oklahoma was a really good game, you know, came down to the wire. Um, and then Sunday, you know, we just do what we do best and hit on Sunday, you know. So, um, and then even coming back home against the home opener against UNC Asheville, you know, it was a close game. We only won by one run. So, um, I, I like the fact that, you know, we, we, we never give up in, in, in close games. And um, that's something, you know, you love to see early on because, you know, later down the road, it's going to be the same thing. How much do you take from that Clemson game last year in these instances early in the year, you know, kind of hanging in there when maybe you don't have your best stuff, you know, 
um, because you guys were able to overcome that and get the win on the road last year to, and then make it to Supers and then eventually Omaha. But, I mean, how much do you take as, as one of those guys that played in that game, you know, to kind of draw on that, so to speak? Definitely, you know, you, you, you get the experience of, one, being on the road in a regional, um, two, you know, coming back. You know, we were down two in the ninth, um, you know, fighting and scratching, you know, to, to get some more runs. And, um, you know, we had the lead in the ninth. We were down, got, you know, taking that three-run home run that everyone probably knows about now. Yeah. Um, and then we lost it. They tied it again. So I think, you know, you, you think about, you know, what type of games you want to be in, um, you know, as a as an athlete, and those are the games you want to be in. Um, sometimes you win, sometimes you lose, you know, and I think either way there's lessons to be learned, um, you know, things you could have done better. Um, maybe there was a chance you could have capitalized a little little more with bases loaded or something. So, um, I think for sure, man, you, you, you think about it all the time. Like, okay, if I could replay that game again, you know, is there one thing, you know, I would change or, or why I keep it the same? But I think that Clemson game was – I would keep it the same. I think it was pretty cool. You know, playing 14 innings on the road, um, you know, on their home turf um, and, and be able to scratch and claw, like I said earlier, just to get another run, just to win the game, I think it was unbelievable. Um, and that's something that, you know, I think this team can do for sure day in, day out. How different is baseball from a standpoint of like, you know, you play college, you get drafted. It don't matter if you get drafted, number one overall or, you know, Last one of those deep rounds, yeah. Yeah. you're going to go minor league, mm-hmm. right? Like, whereas like, if you get drafted number one in the NFL, you're probably starting mm-hmm. game one in the NFL or right. in the NBA, you the same right. thing. Baseball, you still have to kind of work your way up. What do you think that teaches you? Um, for one, it teaches you how to be humble. You know, I think – you you come in so let's just say you know you do go to college and you get drafted out of college you know you your senior year of high school you're you're the dude you know you're like you know everyone loves you you know you're that that d1 athlete well when you get here you're right back on the bottom you know you're you're the freshman you're the one learning again while guys have been here for three four five years you know now um and then you know you get to that draft your junior year and you're the guy and whatever and you get there and you're right back on the bottom so it is definitely a humbling experience and also teaches you, you know, the type of person you are, you know, because this game isn't like like other sports. It's not just physical. You know, baseball is a very, very mental game. Um, and the minor leagues will test your your your, your mental side of it. Um, you know, taking buses 10 hours, 11 hours, having to play it and busing back and, you know, eating peanut butter and jelly sandwiches on the road, you know, stuff like that. So it definitely it definitely touches your, 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 your mental state and, um, I think that's why it's, baseball is so much different than other sports um, because you want to make sure that the guy you invested money into is the guy you invested money into, you know, and you see a lot of people change, you know, as the years goes on. And, you know, sometimes, you know, they could have been really good in college with a metal bat and they might not be that good with a wood bat, you know, or the pitching might be you know a little too difficult for them. So um, I think it's just it's really tough, man, to, to be able to, you know, Go go through the minor leagues and get to the to the top. I think it's maybe I don't know the numbers on it, but I know it's like t- less than ten percent of people that actually make it. So um, that that sets it all right there, you know. When you think about the camaraderie of the team, y'all you talk about riding buses, but it, you know you do that a lot in mm-hmm. college, right? I mean, right. Uh, you know when when you guys are on those bus rides and you you put those videos out and you guys are singing and mm-hmm. having a good time, like. What's that chemistry like, and, it, and 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 how much does it differ year to year? I feel like it, it differs a lot year to year, um, but the chemistry, what it's like, you know, it's. I mean, I feel like, you know, if you ever had, you know, a really close knit family that do every that does everything together and yeah. you know loves each other, you know, and you do anything for them, 
Um, you know, I'm with, you know, 56 guys every single day of my life, you know, no matter what, you know, we show up to the yard every day. So I'm with them. They're my family while I'm here. Um, you know, when I go home, I, I see four or five of my teammates because I live with them. So um, I think it, it definitely it definitely helps you win games and people don't understand like teams that are close knit and close together. You know, you might not realize it now because it's so early in the season, but when it gets to the dog days in May and, you know, the dog days in June, you know, when it's 100 degrees outside and you're not feeling the best and you know that your teammate has you or has your back throughout, you know, through anything, you know, it definitely does help and it definitely makes you want to play for them and not even just yourself, you know, and that's what good teams do and, and that's kind of what winning national championship teams do. So I think it's super important for us to, to have that and, um, you know, I, I think it's super fun being on a bus, you know, with the guys. And like you said, you know, we, we just try to have fun. You know, we're guys. We're going to be guys. So I look back to the last two years. Two years ago, it was at Kentucky. Crammy weather. You guys win, I think, one of two, right? Did y'all yeah. win the Sunday game? No, I know. We, we, did we lost get, that series. Did you get swept? No, we, we won Friday. No, Sunday. we lost Friday. Because Beam won the final game. Oh, did we? Yeah, no, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, the seven-inning yeah. game. Yeah, we did. And yeah, then you got better. swept last year at Missouri. Again, mm-hmm. cold. Yeah. How do you avoid that this year? Because it feels like, I don't want to say the cold is your kryptonite, but at the same time, it, it, it just right. both those series kind of not a lot of juice, mm-hmm. you know, playing teams that weren't very good at the time or ended up not being very good, you know. Right. How, how do you avoid that? I think you just deal with it like anything else. You know, you it's not like, you know, basketball where, you know, you're in an arena and they can set the temperature at any temperature they want. You know, baseball is an outside sport, and, you know, we play in February and March when yeah. it's still kind of cold some places. So, you just got to learn how to deal with it. Um, you know, it's it's like I said, baseball is a mental thing. It's all mental, you know. And if you tell yourself you're not cold, odds are you probably won't be cold, you know. But, um, you know, it's, it is also, you know, a, a, an advantage for the other team too. Because like I know when, we, when teams come here and we play on turf, you know, when it's raining and wet outside, you know, we have the advantage now because we know how our field plays. We know to slide early, do all that extra stuff. So, um, I think for them, you know, like in Missouri, you know, it's cold basically it feels like until like May over there because we played in like March, April, and it was 30 degrees of wind chill. So, um, but for them, that's an advantage, you know, and it's our job, you know, as, as a team to figure out, okay, whatever, it's 32 degrees, but they have to play the same game we do, you know. So how do we avoid that and how do we, you know, get a win? Um, so I guess something I'm still trying to figure out too because, you know, technically I'm 0-2 in that cold department category but um i don't know i shouldn't be that way you're from the north you're used to this stuff i mean to me to me it isn't too bad unless it's missouri 32 and wind chill that the wind yeah felt like 15 out there and you can't feel your face and you can't throw the ball it it was bad it was really bad i don't know why we played but that's none of my business (laughs) (laughs) our our title sponsor here on volco confidential the, the great people at knoxville smiles dr malone dr costa new question you hear it every week what makes you smile um, a lot of things make me smile. Actually, my family, baseball, my friends. You know, I think. Um, you know, I think I'm a pretty happy, outgoing type of kid. So I think a lot of things make me smile. Um, being able to wake up every morning definitely makes me smile. You know, getting a chance to play the game I love every day makes me want to smile. So definitely. Speaking of them, let's hear from KnoxvilleSmiles.com. I'm Dr. Mike Costa, Malone and Costa Dentistry. You can find us at KnoxvilleSmiles.com. I'm standing here in front of a dental robot. We're one of two dentists in the state of Tennessee that utilize this cutting edge technology. Do you have a broken tooth, a tooth that's in pain, or a denture that doesn't fit well? Maybe you're a little anxious? 
you can come in and we offer comprehensive sedation services and utilize this awesome technology to give you precise, accurate care. If you think this technology can help you, visit our website at KnoxvilleSmiles.com. I look forward to helping you. All right, let's talk about walk-up song. If you had to pick your walk-up song, you know, when you get to professional baseball, what are you rolling to? Because I know you like country music. I do like country music. Um, but is that a baseball thing? You know, you know, no, are you, I you, think... Do you want that or you want a different kind of genre for the walk-up song? I would song? say my genre would probably be rap if I had to pick a walk-up song. Okay. But I do like country before the game because for me like rap gets you like going you know like gets you like hyped up and i don't want to be too hyped up before a game you know i want to be kind of chill mellow relaxed um but then once you know i'm walking up to the plate when i hear that song you know i want to feel like i'm i'm confident so right now my walk-up song is south to west by gunna um so i would have to say that would probably be my walk-up song for a while um one because i like gunna and two the lyrics in the song, there's there's words in there that I'm like, okay, like, yeah, like, I'm that dude, you know, like, and that's where the confidence comes in. So, yeah, if I had to pick one, it'd be that song. I like it. Now, take us back to the country music love. Where, where does that come from? I think, like I said, just being in different places, being in the South, um, you know, because when I first came out to the South, I didn't really like country music. Um, I thought it was kind of weird, not going to lie. Sorry to anybody that's you know, loves country, but I thought it was a little weird at first. Um, but then just like any genre of music, it's kind of the words that they're saying and how they're saying it. Is you it know? you like new school country or old school country? I'll say country? a little bit of both. Um, I don't know that many old school country and probably my old school is probably different than other people's old school. <laughs> Your old school is like five years ago. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, but new school, definitely, you know, obviously Morgan Wallen, he's probably my favorite one, favorite country singer. Um, I pretty much listen to every song he has right now. So, um, I think country has definitely, uh, definitely grown on me in the last couple of years, especially now that I'm in Tennessee. So is that grown on your family? Oh no, 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 no. When I go home and I play country, they tell me to turn it off. <laughs> yeah, no, no, that, 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 that's no, <laughs> not yet, not yet. Have Hopefully, you, maybe have, one have day. Have you had any friends want to take you to CMA Fest? Of course, you're never always still playing at that point in early June. CMA mm-hmm. Fest is in Nashville. I've, I've, I've heard, music. I've heard it's really fun. I've heard it's really fun, but no, I've never been. Maybe. Someday, I don't know because baseballs usually be playing in June. So, what baseball player do you look up to? I would say Derek Jeter. Obviously, he's retired, but he's someone that I definitely try to model my game after growing up. Um, but right now, currently, I'll probably say Acuna. Um, you know, he's a very exciting player, and I feel like we kind of have the similar swag thing going on. You know, a whole lot of confidence going on, and um, you know, he's like I said, he plays right field, but you know, I, I look more on the offensive side, and I think we're very similar in, in ways. Ronald Acuna. I'm with you on that. I can see that. Uh, and I can see the Jeter thing just because you're a Yankee guy. Yes, sir. You know? I am a Yankee guy. Being from New York. Now, yeah. Old school, old Yankee stadium, new Yankee stadium. New. It's, it is insane. It's so nice. I love, the, I love the old ballpark. So I hated when they went away from old Yankee stadium. Okay, yeah. Fenway, um, Wrigley. Granted, I've never, I've never seen old Yankee stadium. I'd love to go to Chavez Ravine in L.A. That would be nice. Yeah, I want to go to uh, the Kansas City Royals. I want to see that fountain in the back. That thing's pretty cool. I've been to Boston. Kaufman Stadium, yeah. huh? That yeah. was not a stadium I thought you were going to pull out. It's cool. It's just cool looking. I've been to Boston. That wall is yeah. really high. It's hard to hit a home run out of that thing. Really hard. Especially with Woodbat. No, those those people, they're, they're pretty good. Not gonna lie. David Ortiz made it look easy. Yeah, he and Manny Ramirez. Yeah, they make it look easy. But, yes, yeah, it's, it's not easy at all. What memories do you have growing up 
from a baseball's perspective. I mean, like, you know, like for me, like I can think back and it's, you know, John Miller and Joe Morgan on Sunday Night Baseball and, you know, all those different names, right, from the 90s, um, you know, what is it for you? What 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 memories come to One mind? One memory that sticks out to me, and I want to say it was either 2016 or 2017. It was the Blue Jays versus the Rangers, and Jose Bautista hit that that home run. Yeah, that, that grand mammoth slam. shot. Yeah, and uh, yeah, that's one that sticks out to me. That I was like, whoa! Like I would probably never forget that moment. You know, I was watching it live. Um, you know, there was like two hours right before that. It was kind of like the whole build-up thing, like two hours. And I'm like, now, now that I'm older, I understand. Like, okay, if if your defense isn't is giving up outs, something bad's gonna happen. Back then, I didn't really know that, so I didn't really think like, oh, it was gonna be a grand slam right here. But now looking at it, I was like, yeah, that was the perfect situation to hit a hit a grand slam. Clemens Bonds, do they deserve to be in the Hall of Fame? Yes. I agree because right. I think they were both Hall of Famers and, before they juiced. Yeah, and, and I don't know much about Clements. I mean, I know he was a really good pitcher, but speaking on Bonds, like he has 500 stolen bases, man, dude. And people don't understand, like you still have to hit the ball. Like I'm, I, I'm with you. That that's the hardest part is hitting the ball. No matter how far, whatever. Like yeah, you might have juiced or whatever, but that didn't really. Maybe it did help him hit the ball, but if anything, it helped him recover quicker yeah, if he had injuries. Yeah, you know, so it. maybe instead of 756, he's got. 673 yeah, whatever, whatever. Yeah. he still was going to be i mean again he has 500 stolen bases you know right he was a hall of famer before any of that yeah. ever any of 100%. the big the big home run 100%. years you know so i don't know man i just bunch of old rider guys yeah that, i'm just you know, glad i don't make that decision you know maybe maybe one day but right now you know I, i'm glad i don't have to make those decisions jordan or lebron i'm sorry lebron <clears throat> Oh, he's catching up. I mean, the tally <laughs> continues to. I mean, like it was like nine five. Now it's like I think nine seven, nine seven. And and and, and only because you no, know, I'm a bit. I'm, I'm, I'll say I'm you're a prisoner of the guy. moment. And no, I just say the game was different for Jordan. Besides the Pistons, okay, yeah, you got the whole you know the Jordan rule or whatever. I'm proud that I mean, you even know what the Jordan rules are. Like I said, my, my dad's my dad's a Jordan guy. Yeah, and we've is. had these debates a lot. Um, but I think I mean. You see what LeBron's done and longevity, yes. Yeah, and he's been he's been an All Star since feels like before I was born. Even though I was like three when he was started first started playing, um, and the teams that he's carried. Where were you born? Two thousand two, I think his first All Star was two thousand five. Mm, th- three or four. Oh really? Yeah, he okay, got so right out of like, the gate. Yeah, so one or two. Yeah, yeah. I don't remember. Um, you were kicking the slots out of the crib. Yeah, literally. <laughs> but yeah, no, he uh, he he's carried teams to f- championships. Genuine championships and sorry Jordan if you ever watched this I'm sorry but <laughs> if you didn't have Scottie Pippen and we've made it if Michael Jordan's yeah, watching Volco Confidential you didn't have, if you didn't have Scottie Pippen I don't know how many rings you win I'm just saying that that's my debate that's my debate and I mean let's be real who was who was playing back then there was no Wimby's Giannis's yeah there was who? There was Hakeem Olajuwon, Patrick Ewing, Charles Barkley. All these guys were okay. just as good. They just they never did super teams, so they were all separate. Okay, fair. But in my opinion, I think Giannis will dominate Ewing. Will actually dominate. First of all, Ewing can't guard Giannis. There was Shaq. Okay. Okay. David Robinson. Yeah, but yeah. – 
I'm saying these guys again. Though, but what were they were? What, what am I saying? They're all in separate. Yeah, teams. that is true. You know what I'm saying? Like, it, and that's the one thing I respect about Giannis's championship. Not to get too in the weeds is right. he won it with the Bucks. He didn't have to go to so, the yeah. Heat to go like, win a few. Yeah. You know, true. Okay, that's why yeah. I respect Braun going back to Cleveland. Exactly, right? winning it, winning it, winning it in Cleveland. Yeah. The ones in Miami are more hollow to me. Yeah, I mean, yeah, he had he loaded Wade up his and Bosch and Allen and Loki Allen saved him. Yeah, he did he saved him. But I mean. Jordan got saved a lot of time. What about football? Are you a football guy? Not really. I'm not a big football guy. I, I, so, like, on Saturdays over here, do you go? Oh, I mean, of course. Of course, I'm going to go. It's Tennessee football. I mean, that's like, if I don't go, I feel like I'm doing the wrong thing on Saturday, you know? <laughs> but, no, I mean, I, I definitely, I was going to say, now that I'm in college, I probably watch more. But you're not an NFL guy. So no, definitely so not. So, you're not a NFL. Jets or Giants guy. If I had to pick, I would say probably the Giants. But, like, I'm not – no, I don't watch NFL that much. I watch the, the playoffs. I'm a big Patty Mahomes fan. I'm not a bandwagon. His dad used to coach me in baseball. So, before people say I'm a bandwagon, his dad was my coach for two years. And I met Patty when he was in college still. I think he was – or, no, he might have just gotten drafted. Anyway, he came and spoke to us one time, and I was like, okay, he's cool. And then two years later, he won a Super Bowl. I was like, oh, <laughs> yeah, so he's good. He's real good. Um, but yeah, no. I, whenever he's in the playoffs, I, I, I root for him. I don't really care about the whole team thing, but for him, I want him to win, definitely succeed. What's something most people don't know about Christian Moore? I don't know. I feel like people only know me on the field, like see me as like this tough guy, this mean guy, like you said, confident, cocky guy. But I'm just a regular, regular old dude. You know, just like everybody. You know, I don't really do too much. You know, I guess when I step between those lines, I'm a little different. But, um, you know, I think I'm a pretty nice guy off the field. I agree. I mean, yeah. I mean, like, you and I never had spoke. And then I started busting your chops about wearing that Nick Chubb jersey down at the Georgia game. And then the next thing you know, you're like, hey, you. you know? yeah. So, like, all of a sudden, it's like, you know, you engage, you yeah. know. And, uh, you know, I mean, so, like, yeah, I mean, I, find, I, I remember that day you yelled at me in the complex. And I, I literally called Hubs, and I was like, I like that kid. I was like, I was like, I was like, because I was like, it takes a lot to take my ribbing right. when you don't know me, right. you know, and you just roll with it. Yeah, that's what you got to do. I'm just, I'm just a real easy going guy. Still, like you still dating the girl from Georgia? I am. She's awesome. Is she gonna wear the? You know, is she gonna wear your jersey up here? Yeah, at the she, game? she actually wore it in Texas. She has her own jersey. She made it. In Who's more game. serious about their girlfriend, you or Drew Beam? What do you mean by serious? I mean, is it getting serious? I mean, I would say it's getting pretty serious. Would, would you or Drabeam or both? I would say both. Don't tell Kelly Beam. Shh. Mama Beam. Nice to see you. That's my girl. Don't tell Carly either. <laughs> yeah. No, I think, uh, I mean, I don't know. I feel like it, it's the same. I mean, I feel like we all have the same goal in mind. Maybe. I don't know what his goal is, <laughs> but I know what my goal is. You know, I'm not speaking for him, but um, his girlfriend's a really, she's a really good girl, and her... She's actually good friends with my girlfriend, so it all kind of works out pretty well. What is it like, you know, when you get into the season, time demand wise? You know what I mean? Like, I mean, how much are you like kind of stretched? You know, trying to balance practice, academics, games, family, friends, girlfriends. Uh, now where I'm at in life, it's probably easier than when I was a freshman. Yeah, you've you been know? through it. I've been through it a couple times, um, but it's like it's just learning experience, you know, and. You know, our academic advisor, Megan Anderson, shout out to her. She's she's a boss. Um, she helps us a lot, you know, with being on top of your work, you know, having study hall on the road, you know, trying to 
clear stuff out before the weekend gets real, like weekend comes around because she knows like let's be real no one wants to do homework after a friday night game so let's do it on monday tuesday wednesday so when thursday and friday comes around you can lock in and prepare for your game so um school is usually always taken care of earlier in the week which is which is good and um unfortunately my family doesn't come down that much but when they do um you know they 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 understand like hey he probably wants to go to bed because like i said i had all the brother who got drafted and played yeah, CJ? Played, yeah, CJ. So he he kind of paved the way. So they, like I said, they kind of understand. Um, but the girlfriend, you know, she always wants to do something. So, but I really can't say no to that. We'll get you out of here on this. Tell everybody what your major is. Retail with a minor in business. I like what you want to. Well, you, yeah, tell me that you you want to design. So I really want to like start my own like baseball brand. Okay. Not like Nike or Under Armour like that, but like Marcus Stroman has this sneaker or cleat called Shugo. Yeah. Um, and that's something that I want to do, you know, start gloves, cleats, um, maybe even like apparel. You ever went over and talked to Mark Hall at Mark Nelson Denim about just, you know. Uh, I don't want to give any spoilers. No, I was going to say, uh, maybe, but he can, he's a great resource. Yeah, no, that's my, yeah, we, we, we know each other really well and um, we're, we're cooking something up. All right, <laughs> stay on the lookout yeah, for that Simo branded baseball gear. Stay, yeah, stay on the lookout. Do we Let's get go. do we get free do we get free gear? Oh yeah, no, nah, definitely. You know, hopefully I can sponsor Tennessee baseball with everything, um, and you guys can have whatever you want. <laughs> awesome, it. man. Well, we appreciate the time and yes, uh, good luck the rest of the way this season, Thank and uh, good luck on that uh, chasing down Blake Burke and chasing down the home run record. Thank you. I'm gonna need it. I'm gonna need it. All right, that yes, is sir. Christian Moore. Fantastic player, fantastic young man. We appreciate him joining us tonight on Ball Club Confidential. Thank you.